Do you know how to make your relationship work during lockdown? Well, I have some thoughts, but um, bring it. I want to hear it all. Let your partner make you better. We all know criticism isn't easy and no one likes it, especially not me. But if you actually let your ego be your ego for a while and try to overcome your pride and not get annoyed with the fact that you're being criticized, you can start looking at the criticism as a friend. And this way, you can be, become a better person. I know this all sounds very annoying, but... It actually has some points to it because if someone that you're living with is criticizing you for something, they might have a point. <laughs> you think? Well, I mean, I admire your generosity here and I agree. I mean, it's in a way if someone keeps criticizing you or, you know, hopefully they phrase it as more, you know, feedback. Of course, you can grow. Uh, however, it is, of course, the, the setting of the lockdown makes it a little bit more strenuous. So it can be more challenging for sure. Um, you know, Maria, I always admire your generosity when it comes to, I think, most relationships. You have a very round and spacious hold for, for things. So I'm going to give you that. So um, how does this work in practicality? Do you have any examples to give us? Well, when you hear it, it's, it's very easy. For example, uh, what I normally do, I go into um, response. I try to defend myself, go into counterattack. Yeah, yeah, you react, you're defensive. What you can try to do instead is just take a step back and you hear the criticism, but you don't let it take a hold of you. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you. this is, you know, what we call in the mindfulness-based practices is to take a pause and just kind of allow your... Uh, prefrontal cortex to go on because usually you know in our brain is that what you're describing as the reaction when the defense mode goes on you're still from your reptile brain or your emotional brain and then um, when you can't really reach your cognition or where you do all these clever thoughts and formulations <laughs> it's not really going so well um, so indeed, you know, what you say, if you meditate or you pause or you go out of the room or something like that, you know, you actually uh, can re-access your uh, prefrontal cortex so that you can actually respond rather than re react, you know. And the next point I have is stop criticizing. It's annoying. <laughs> yes, this is so good. Because I think we we all do that as well. And of course... It's very hard not to, but I think you can both be better at taking criticism, but also try not to give it as much. I love you don't have to comment on everything. 
indeed like just shut the fuck up sorry sorry i was swearing it you know sometimes that is, is is so true you know and and i think that goes well with with what you were talking about you know not going in defense mode but it's also like for the other person to just not pay attention to everything like just be around about it and just some things you just gotta let go like yeah and this is much harder now that we are inside and spending a lot of time together normally couples don't spend that much time together all the time and i think if you're with someone 24 hours a day you will notice things and it's you always probably notice these things before as well but then you have a chance to have a break go out you don't think about it so much but now it becomes very apparent and it's mm. hard not to comment on it mm. but you so, should try yeah absolutely so what you're saying is that spending so much time with your husband is taking its toll it's not what you usually do <laughs> it's actually pretty nice yeah because we are used to it because we both he my husband works at home so we're pretty used to being together and we we've always been traveling a lot so it's not that big of a shock to us as mm -hmm. except that we are also used to going out a lot and being very social so it, of course it's, it's very boring to always be inside but it's kind of nice as well now that we have a baby and the weather is nice we have a garden so it's don't feel sorry for us mm. <laughs> no i don't <laughs> but yeah i mean i get what you mean like it's like suddenly the dynamic between your your spouse could change or shift or be intensified or amplified because of suddenly spending a lot more time together than you usually would so you would start to kind of um get annoyed or express your annoyment much more than you would normally yeah basically you're saying contain yourself take note in that the fact that i made this list yesterday and i in no way am living up to all of this myself and i realize it's an annoying list because it's so positive but i think it's the only way <laughs> if you're going to make it okay I love this. Right. And the next point is take charge and take care of yourself. Don't expect the other per people in the household to take care of you and remember your needs. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Now this I love and this in general this goes for everything in life actually, you know. No one's going to give you a permission or no one's going to fix things for you. You got to take action yourself if you want to see a change. What is it? Mahatma Gandhi this quote be the change you want to see in the world. It's like you do it, you know, take care of yourself. That's first and foremost. And I just wanted to add this for all mamas and women out there. It's like, because we tend to be in a situation often societal that we just don't do that for whatever reason and, uh, or do it less. So it's like really be assertive about uh, your own situation and just, do it you want to have something done you want to have something changed you want to have whatever just do it take action and don't expect the other ones to know your needs and wants because that's unrealistic and also you're the only one who can take care of this and you can't blame other people afterwards if you didn't get what you want if you didn't take what you want mm. but an important point here is that you need to know what you need and what you want yes and that is you know for a lot of people that's actually surprisingly uh challenging to know i mean do you know what you need and what you want and i mean also also let's just add something to the complication here it's like there's usually a difference between what you need and what you want so 
always. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. So you should probably think about what you need and what you, what would be good for you, and then what you want, and then try to make a goal for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, for most people, pin down that that part of what you need, because I mean, most of the time, it's more um, expressed in us what we want, and um, but then it's important to kind of inquire inwardly, like, okay, but is that actually what I need? What is it that I need right now? Is- yes, because I feel like I need or want chocolate every night. But do I need it? Yeah, that's the thing, right? You want it, but do you need it? What is it that you need then? What is that? What is the idea this chocolate's going to give you? It's that high that you get when you eat chocolate. Ah, you want to feel high. <laughs> you get endorphins. Yes. Okay, so that that's what you want. So the function of the chocolate then will be, okay, you want to feel that high again. You want to feel that energy. So then you will have to ask yourself, continuously like okay so how could you provide that that's what you need to have a like boost of energy and actually i'm starting to implement that tomorrow because from tomorrow i'm going to start running every night for 30 minutes what yes that's the plan crazy and i admire you in all possible ways you go girl yeah you can ask me next time how it went yeah because i'm gonna do it every day except sunday You know what I did? You know, we renovated our bathrooms. We have one upstairs and a small one downstairs. And basically, I coordinated it. I did had it done so that um, I can now have my own bathroom downstairs because seriously, I live with three guys. And, and, you know, I'm, you know, being an asset for them with, you know, renovating their bathroom, but also so that I can have my own space my own bathroom i have now resigned from the upstairs bathroom now that sounds so lovely that's oh, yeah. a good idea i was like that's pretty sneaky of me but i did it and we're also going to move our bedroom downstairs so i'm like i resigned from the upstairs area. they can be in their own shit or they just can clean up their own shit and i will be downstairs and i can you know oh yeah, you'll have the lovely bathroom with the spa smell and everything yes yes so that is sneaky it's sneaky but it's also very helpful for them you know? very clever i know i'm so yeah I'm very proud of that brings me on nicely to my next point shower feel good smell good yeah in general that's always a good idea yeah because if you shower you will smell good and then you will feel good. Yeah. You always feel good after taking a shower. Shower is always yes. a good idea. Yeah. And before you shower, my next point is exercise. Because you get endorphins from it. Mm. Yeah. At least we already talked about this. Yeah, but it's a good point, you know, to, to keep those endorphins boosted, you know. It is a very good idea, especially in this lockdown period, you know, and get moving is just good for you know your organs but for your mind for your body for your mood everything 
And everyone knows it's good, but it's hard to start if you're not used to doing it. But you just, you should force yourself because you will feel better. You will get happier. And this is a good time to get fit, actually. <laughs> force yourself to get fit. Come on, you can do it. Yes. But I, you know, I, I'm not disagreeing. And I think, you know, just focus on doing one little step. And then before you know it, you've, you've fallen into it. Good one. My next one is about compassion or empathy or working with your mind. Try to imagine how the other person feels because you're going around in your own mind all day and you're seeing things from your perspective. Uh, but if you try to just do an exercise where you put yourself in the other person's shoes, you might think about something that you already know, but it comes more to the forefront of your head so you you remember okay actually they are struggling with these and these things they have to do all of this work they have to do this and this that you don't usually think about every day mm. yes i usually you know invite my clients or you know my students as well you know we go into this um exercise of asking what is alive in a given moment, I think I talked about this in a previous episode as well, but, and I think that works really well, you know, for your, if you do this towards your spouse as well, you know, like asking what is present for you right now, what is, what is, um, alive or moving, you know, in your thoughts emotionally, uh, cause that can really help to open up to, to hear into their perspective. Like, cause what we often do is that we kind of make assumptions about what they're thinking and why they're thinking, why they're thinking, why they're doing whatever they're doing. Um, but with asking, you know, what is alive for you? What's present for you right now? Then you really can open that box and, and then let the other person just elaborate. What is it? thing you can try surprise yourself and or your partner <laughs> i'm liking this tell me tell me do you have an example this is hard but it can also be easy it sounds very hard but i think it can be surprisingly easy so you can surprise yourself by being how surprisingly easy this is to surprise yourself yeah. or others yeah but then how can you surprise yourself you do something that you normally wouldn't do and then maybe for example you you discover that you like it or you did like dislike it you discover something new about yourself by doing something new and i think in these times where you're forced to be inside and you kind of it's easy to just especially if you don't have anything you have to do to just go into some routine and do the same things every day and that can be depressing and you don't develop that way so this is to help yourself develop. You try to do new things. Like try to do one new thing every day that you haven't tried before or eat something new, drink something new, try a new exercise, ask your partner a new question, something you want to know about them, for example, that you don't know. Mm. It could be anything new. Yeah, that's a good one. I Yeah, surprise yourself, like do something new, challenge yourself. I like it. I think I'm surprised myself 
on a daily basis. Uh, very good. Yes, you know, from different reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, this is this is good. Like you want to keep it interesting. You want to stay curious. That's really pretty much what you're inviting, this attitude of stay curious and open. And, and this is... Yeah, this is very much for myself because I don't feel like I'm very exciting at the moment. So I, I feel like this is something I want to do for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's like stimulating something new. But, you know, I mean, seriously, you're you're a new mom for the second time. So it's understandable that um, most your days are pretty, like, yeah, uniform with what you're doing. Yeah, but they don't have to be. I, I could mix it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> mix it up. Um. Yeah, and what the last point is actually, I think, the most important point that I have thought about some giving it some thought and it's be friends yeah remember the college days you didn't always love everything your roommates did or your friends did but you were still nice and polite to them and try treating your partner as nicely as you do your friends because you know how nice you're think about how nice you are to your friends when you talk to them on the phone when you meet them you're so nice right Mm. most people are nice to their friends yeah, most people. And yeah. they're smiling, they're hugging, they're laughing, or the jokes, they're saying, oh, how good, that's so good you did that, that's great, great job, giving each other lots of compliments for how they look and what they do, mm. boosting each other's egos. <laughs> Friends are great. Friends are so great. Be so supportive and, like, no criticism and, like, yeah and then you have your spouse and you'd be like and try to be so i think if you try to be more why why can't you be as nice to your partner as you are to your friends of course it's because it's more real so it's kind of a compliment that's the point about criticism it's kind of a compliment when someone is giving you a criticism because it means they are being honest with you does it like isn't it more just like that they're annoyed about something of course but it's also them letting themselves be honest yeah so that's more like they're letting themselves be vulnerable it doesn't mean that it's the truth they're sharing with you it's more like okay i'm i'm feeling annoyed with something you're doing or saying and and i'm just going to put it out there so that makes me you know being more emotional towards you um yes but i think in these times when we are all forced to be together so much or in the house a lot i think it's time to maybe not bring everything up to the yeah. surface it's like don't be so honest like don't be so vulnerable try to be more like a friend like you would be to your friends because i'm loving this Maria. and it's true like make an effort and you know i think some people have this in their partnership there they are really good friends or best friends you know but then others again they don't have it so you gotta make an effort to stay at least within reasonable politeness towards each other <laughs> and i think that's not too much to ask like seriously and then you know as a shrink i'm gonna tell you this like if you're so annoyed with your partner get out of the house just go in on a room just ask for some time and space like don't don't do that to yourself you know what what was the other step that you were talking about like you know take uh, action yourself if you want to have something changed take agency yourself so you that means if you if you find yourself ongoing criticizing your partner then you might want to look at yourself for a moment and just yes change your perspective 
for a moment. Yeah. Yes, I've heard someone else say that, and that's very good advice. If if you find yourself criticizing someone else for something or a situation for something, you should look at the situation and ask yourself, why is this happening? Mm. Why is this person doing this annoying thing over and over and over? Maybe you can help the situation change. Yeah, and it's not so much why is this other person doing this because the other person is just doing whatever they're doing, but it's more like what is you know alive in me in this moment? What is being triggered in me? so that I get annoyed with this other person. Like, what is it that I can shift here for my sake instead of trying to make the other person uh, do whatever you're criticizing them for, you know, and trying to make them change. Yes, you can be more accepting. Absolutely. Be more accepting, but then inquire for yourself what's going on with you. Yes, and you know, again, with being friends, I think it's important because you know your friends can be annoying too, and you can think that they have. If you're being honest about your friends, you probably think that they all have some weird things about them <laughs> that they do or say or something, but you don't even get annoyed by it, probably. No, and why is that? You just acknowledge that's the fact. Okay, oh, this person is a little bit cheap with the money, or always uh, come late, or mm-hmm. it's very this and this. Everyone has negative things about them. So, but it's just when it's your friends, you tend to be very accepting. You tend to be like, yeah, she's like that. Mm. She's just like that. Yeah, you just like acknowledge how who they are and, and what they're doing without letting it, you know, annoy you too much or letting it um, take over, you know, how you feel. So it's almost like it's the opposite. It's almost like it amuses you when when your friends do something weird or strange. <laughs> yeah, like she's so late again. <laughs> are you referring to someone in particular? I wonder. <laughs> Uh, so i know some people there are late yes it's not me though because i mean we all it's know. not you no it's not me because we all know how that went in school i was always waiting always waiting for you it was way too early that was like i was always late before i, I used to be worse i I become better but you weren't late you were just a little bit like i think you know with our dynamic was just i was just way too early and then you were just being reasonable on time and just maybe a little bit late, but not really. But then we have some friends that are extremely late. Like, yes. you cannot even define it as late anymore. It happens. We're all different. Yes. And that's what's so beautiful about the world. <laughs> so let's talk again in a week and see how this unrealistic list went. I can't wait. Yay. Good luck. Good luck to you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.